you don't have the money, you don't have the time, you don't have the knowledge, or you don't have the skill. Which one of these four options would you rather do without? Not having enough time, not having enough money, not having enough knowledge, or not having enough skill. Do you want to discover the secrets and the strategies on how your business can achieve the frictionless sale? Continent's Profit, hosted by Luis and Fonzie Camejo, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. We'll talk about framework strategies, tactics to bring you all the information you need in order to turn your content into profit. Luis and Fonzie have spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. One thing I can definitely say about Luis and Fonzie is that they have some of the best podcast titles in the game, like saying no to $1 million and learning from top YouTubers, the how to be nice principle that's costing you a fortune and closing the gap between your potential and your reality. Listen to Content is Profit wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here to tell you today, there are four currencies out there. And no, I'm not talking about a new cryptocurrency. No, I'm not going to push you with trying to sell you an NFT. And no, I will save you the conversation about blockchain. The four currencies... I'm referring to are your time, your money, your knowledge, and your skill. Whichever one you want more of, use the other three to acquire it. Do you want more time? Use your knowledge to build a system to save it. Use your money to pay someone else to maintain it and use your skill set to buy it back to use it elsewhere. Do you want more money? Use your time to work, learn, or network to get more money. Use your skills to acquire more money. Use your knowledge to optimize how to make more money. Want more skill? Use your money to fund training or pay for access. Use your knowledge to improve and expand on your skill and hone your craft. Use your time to train and educate yourself on how to expand on your skill. Do you want more knowledge? Spend your money on getting educated from SMEs, subject matter experts. Invest more time in the areas you want to learn and use your skills to pay or even barter for more information, for more access, for conversations that can lead you to more knowledge. Here's the thing. At any given time, we all want more of one or all four of these things. Not enough money, but we have plenty of time. Not enough time but we have plenty of money. Not enough knowledge, but don't have the time to learn. Not enough skills, but don't have money to invest. If we were to take a math moment, the factorial of four is 24. In short, there are 24 possible combinations. Most say they don't have enough money or they don't have enough time. But don't think if you lack one, you can't focus on the other three to scale to acquire the one that you lack. Troy, what do you mean by that? 
What I mean is there's always a solution. The four currencies, the one you don't have, the other three can get it for you. Well, Troy, what happens when I have time, but I don't have the skill? I don't have the knowledge. And I don't have the money. Guess what? We all start with one of the four currencies. Most of us start with time. When we're born, we have time to educate, to learn. That's what grade school, middle school, high school. Now, after high school, you can choose to go to college. You can choose to go to trade school. You can go to a boot camp. Because of the 21st century now and the access of YouTube, what I call YouTube universities, as many others do as well, it allows you an expansion of ways you can invest your time to develop your skill, invest your time to boost your knowledge, invest your time to acquire money based on the skill and knowledge that you learn. And from that money can be reinvested, repurposed to help you expand and get your time back to use your time how you want to. And it's kind of like Pokemon. I don't know if anyone, you know, played Pokemon Yellow or Red and things like that, that you start off with a starter pack. You know, you got a core Pokemon. You're going to get a core currency. Now, if we fast forward, let's assume, you know, you're out of college, you're in the business world right now. Assuming you probably have time and you probably have skill, a certain type of skill. You have a passion. You have something that you love to do. We can even expand this to being, you know, you're in corporate America, or maybe you're in startup, maybe you're your own entrepreneur, whatever the case might be. It's in a very similar boat where you're either, you have funding and you have no time, <laughs> but with the funding, you can invest to hire consultants, bring on your own team in-house, whatever the case might be, to free you of your time. So that way you can network around thought leaders, VCs, investors, private equity, things of that nature to get you more money or to develop more skill or to give you more information, therefore more knowledge to do what you need to do. The four currencies can go on infinitely. There's so many different ways you can build off one to acquire the other. The thing I want to bring it home in this moment is that everybody wants more. Everybody wants more money. I don't know anybody. They may be content with what they have, but they would never deny that they wouldn't accept more. We want more money. We want more time. I'll even go a step further. It's not the fact that we just don't want more time. We want more time to use as we see fit. We want more skill and we want more knowledge. And you just have to find the right combination at the right times to scale and to grow. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. But the thing about wanting more means you must therefore change. I've said in various episodes before that change is the catalyst for growth. Either you're going to force yourself to change or the universe is going to force you to change. Adapt. Always do all possible things. We adapted to this pandemic. It forced us to change. It forced us to evolve. It forced us to consider alternative ways to market, to sell, to manage our business, to do things remotely or hybrid work. So the reality is that to grow, to get more, you must change. To get more money, to get more time, to get more knowledge, to get more skill, you must change. Change your spending habits. Change how you use your time. Change what you consume. Change how you do what you do. But the question is, are we just too comfortable within our current situation, our current ecosystem, our current way of life? Are we afraid to adapt, always do all possible things, and change our day-to-day -day we've grown accustomed to?
We must embrace change. We must accept change and we must activate the change in order to reap the benefits of that change. And we all must make the necessary sacrifices and investments in the very things to help us perform, maintain and benefit from change. Everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants more. Everybody's hungry. Everybody's either hustling, either doing outbound or inbound marketing. Everybody wants something. Everybody needs something and everybody has something. Sometimes it all aligns. Sometimes it's all in different spaces. You have one thing, you want another thing, and you need a different thing. How do you align the have, the want, and the need with your knowledge, your time, your skill to get more money? Or you have the money and you're trying to get more skill. Or you have both of them you're trying to get more knowledge. Or you have all three and you're just trying to get more time. If you put a chart together and you think about what I asked at the beginning of this episode, which one would you rather not have? You don't have enough time. You don't have enough money. You don't have the knowledge or you don't have the skill. What would you like to start off with? And what's the one thing would pain you the most to not have access to? The old Troy would automatically say not enough money. Because in my mind, if I had enough money, I could pay someone to help me scale. I can hire a team. You know, I can use the money as a utility, as a tool to bridge the gap between not having enough skill, not enough knowledge, or not enough time. Logically, that makes a lot of sense, right? But what happens when you have the utility of money, but you don't have the knowledge, the insight, the wisdom, the understanding to use that money in a way to help you get the remaining three? Well, sure, that's a plot twist, but I still think if I use the money to invest and help and support, I could do that. Yes, possible. Well, something comes up where you don't have as much time, where you have the time, but you need to make money now, right? You need to get that money back. Maybe you took out a loan. You know, there's so many other factors that we're not considering that, yeah, if everything was currently stable and all you had to focus on was one thing to get the other three, fine, great, awesome, cool. But we all know that is not how life works. The true reality of it all, we must be prepared. We must be hopeful for the best, but be prepared for the worst and have the resolve to maintain while we're in the middle of the storm. And in many cases, people chasing for more money is trading in their time for money versus trading in their skill for more money while having more time to stack the skill to double, triple, quadruple, 7x, 10x their money and expand in different ways. You know, when you think of work-life balance, when you think of the quality of the life that you want, and I know in the last probably 20 episodes, I've said that my strategies are intent to not just help you become a more sustainable business. I want your business to create the life that you want to live. To go deeper into that particular frame of words is that the business is allowing you the freedom now to spend a certain amount of time the way you've always wanted to spend your time that you couldn't afford to do so before because maybe you were too involved with the day-to-day. You weren't making enough money to give you that cushion, that freedom. You were in that scarcity mindset and now you're in a place of abundance. Maybe you didn't have the skill set. Maybe you didn't have the knowledge. Maybe you didn't have the money to hire for the skill set, to hire for the knowledge, to maintain your business, your ecosystem. But strategy is going to help you align with that. But it comes down to you knowing what What do you want? What do you need? What do you have? How much time do you have? What's your level of skill set? What's your depth of knowledge? And how much cash do you have? What's in the savings? What are you trying to get as far as the goal? What do you project your MRR to be or your ARR to be? What does the numbers say? What does the data say? You align that on top of everything else that you have at the core. 
And from that, you re-engineer where you're trying to get to. Work backwards to propel yourself forward. This is the art and the science and the madness when it comes to really growing and scaling and quite frankly, maintaining a business and maintaining your own sanity and to make sure that everything that you do, every move that you make is in rhythm to the overarching goals, wishes, and hopes for your life. Well, Troy, what does this all got to do with business? It has everything to do in business because statistically speaking, those who either build businesses or help build businesses or contribute to the building of businesses that are in alignment with their life goals, where they are, where they want to be. They see light at the end of the tunnel. They see the runway. They have structure. They're not constrained. There's room for growth. They're on track with what they're trying to see as far as monetary gains. Many of us have different aspirations. Some want kids and a family. Some want to travel every month to a new city, travel the world, travel to all 50 states. Whatever your aspirations, you have to align that and fit that into your overarching goals and how you want your business to run or how you want to contribute to a business. If I know I want to have more flexibility, I'm going to choose businesses with missions and operations that allow me to have that freedom and flexibility because it would be a deal breaker if it wasn't, allow me to always perform my best work, not feeling valued. Therefore, I maintain and sustain a strong job. Job, I show that I can grow, but I'm not burnt out because it's an alignment with my life values. It's alignment with my four currencies. And therefore, I can always 80-90% of the time perform at my best. That's something that people in HR, people in recruiting need to evaluate and understand from the top down, top down, bottom up. They need to understand that. Same thing for people who are seeking for jobs. Same thing for people who are trying to get funding. Same thing for people who are trying to build their team and expand their team. Same thing for people who are their own business owner and they're trying to scale. If you don't know and understand your four currencies, how much of each that you either have or don't have, how much of each that you want or don't want, how much of each that you need or don't need, how can you make a strategy to get you to the place that you want to be in business and in life. If you're a faithful I Digress listener, then you know one of my favorite words on the planet is scalability. The world's most successful companies earn their titles by investing in their customer success not just their own. Because when your customers succeed, so do you. HubSpot scales with your business from your first hire to your first million and beyond. HubSpot is impossible to outgrow with customer acquisition costs at an all-time high and customer expectations even higher. Having seamless experiences are absolutely critical. HubSpot is on a mission to help you grow your business with success tools that put your customers first. Connect your HubSpot account to country-specific top-level domains to expand your customer reach without compromising your branding. Get crystal clear insights with site partitioning that allows you and your teams to see site performance that's only relevant to them. Help your customers succeed and learn how your business can grow better at HubSpot.com.
There's things that we're doing. There's things we're not doing. The sins of commission and the sins of omission. Things that we are aware of that we're not doing. Things that we're unaware of that we need to do that we're not doing. Intended actions of laziness and unintentional acts of ignorance. Both collide to mess us up. Both collide to slow us down. We can project. We can get to 10 mil or 10x or 100k or an additional 1k to 10k a month in cash flow and revenue, whatever the case might be as far as your OKRs and KPIs is one thing. But to achieve it is another thing entirely. How many of you or are aware of individuals who have sat in rooms and have wasted hours in conversational projections and not one of the projections even came true. Was the data wrong? Or do we not have the right strategy and system and process and team in place to actually hit those goals? We have to have a way to evaluate how we're performing. What are those key objectives and key results we need? Those OKRs. What are those KPIs of key performing indicators you must have? And how do you measure both? Are you even using the right utensils to measure the right metrics in the first place? I would never tell a social media manager to base your whole marketing campaign success on how many impressions you get. Is it a data point? Yes. Is it the right data point for the intended goal? No, it is not. It is flawed and is inflated. And that doesn't help you with the goal of, is this marketing campaign going to lead me to more conversations with the right individuals, to lead me to more conversions, to hopefully contribute to more revenue, to hopefully justify the campaign, do it again with more budget. You have to know the right metrics to measure. You have to know what you're trying to do as far as alignment to get there. And at the core of it all, it still comes down to the constant dance of time, money, knowledge, and skill. There comes a point that people have to bring on more people. There comes a point where you have to make a bigger investment. There comes a point where you have to pause and rethink things because you're not bringing in enough money. You're not making enough buzz. You're not having enough conversations. There aren't enough leads coming in the door. And just doing the same thing we've always done and hoping for the, a different result is not the right move. It's not the smart move. And it's not the logical move. All of this matters in business and all of this matters in life. It's not enough for you to make a lot of money if you can't spend it. It's not enough to create this amazing product or service that impacts so many, but it costs you your time, your happiness. And I get a lot of people say that work-life balance and all, you know there's sacrifice, hustle, hustle, hustle. Yes, there's seasons of hustle, but beyond that, there is constant evolution of achieving different things and leveling up. But we got to push ourselves if we want to get to where we need to be and call a spade a spade. Be real. What do you need? What do you want? And what do you have? Write that down. Listener, what do you need today? What do you need this month? What do you need this year? Listener, what do you want today? What do you want this month? What do you want this year? Listener, what do you have today? What will you have this month? And what will you have this year to give? Knowing the answer to those three questions will now give you the fortitude to know how I should network, how I should be in these LinkedIn streets, how I should be in these Twitter streets, how should I be having conversations and who I need to have conversations with. If I evaluate what's in my bank with my four currencies, what's going to help me get more time? What's going to help me get more money, get more skill, get more knowledge? Tip, most people want to save time to reinvest that time elsewhere. So instead of bombarding us with an onslaught of unlimited scrolling of features and testimonies, get to the point. How does this help me save time here so I can spend time there? 
at the core of any great marketing campaign, messaging slogan, branding initiative, positioning optics comes down to the simplicity of you do X to get Y so I can Z. Can you answer these questions and build messaging, branding, positioning, and tone and audience and ICP, and then create KPIs and OKRs around it all, and then activate and execute in such a mannerism to boost your four currencies to create a state of sustainability first and scalability second? How much time do you need to level up? And once you level up, what's your plan to invest money to bring in more skill, to bring in more knowledge so you don't have to maximize your time to that level as you're leveling up? You should be able to build the next foundation and create a pathway so you can do it 10 times faster the next go around. It's not enough to achieve hypergrowth off the back of chewing gum and duct tape. I'd rather achieve hypergrowth while also having a strong foundation that I'm not going to lose what I worked so hard to build off chasing a number that's arbitrary and has no weight and merit to it because it's built off a deck of cards. It has no cement. It has no foundation. And with one wrong blow of the wind, it all comes crashing down faster and harder than Humpty Dumpty. This is another strategy accelerator brought to you by agency accelerated podcast with stephanie Liu, powered by agora pulse did you know that the design of the bicycle today has largely been the norm for over a century A hundred years, we've been riding bikes with two identically sized wheels and chain drive. And since the 1800s, people have enjoyed this affordable mode of transportation. And yet it wasn't until decades after the bike was invented that mathematicians and physicists started trying to figure out scientifically, how does a bike actually work? The early designers didn't have proof, no data. They just had creative ideas that they tested trialed, failed, tried again, and ultimately succeeded at coming up with something improbable, perhaps even illogical. If you've ever tried to convince a client to try a new marketing campaign that admittedly sounded a little crazy, you know how hard it is to get buy-in for the creative ideas without any data. So what do you do? One of the magical brand properties of Coke is that you can ask for a Coke anywhere on earth without looking weird. Okay. True. You go to a beach shack in Jamaica, you can go to a Michelin starred restaurant in, in Paris, and you can ask for a Coke, and they're expected to provide it. If they haven't got it, it's their fault, right? Okay, right. You know, it, it's actually an obligation for any establishment yeah. to provide you. I think that ability to see things just obliquely, that things are not necessarily what they're ostensibly for. Things are not necessarily doing the function that we ostensibly think they do. You know, cleaning teeth, by the way, is a great example of that, which is if you ask people why they clean their teeth, they talk about cavities, they talk about, you know, enamel, dental health, avoiding plaque, avoiding tartar. If you look at when people clean their teeth, logically, they should clean their teeth after a meal, but they don't. They clean first thing in the morning and before you go out in the evening. And what you realize is people are cleaning their teeth for the confidence of fresh breath far more than they are for long-term dental health. And, you know, if you think about it, 98% of the world's toothpaste is flavored with mint. Now, if it were really about the, the mint doesn't contribute to dental health, right? It just makes your mouth feel fresh and gives you the confident feeling that your breath probably isn't rank. You know, there's the official reason we do things. And then there's the deeper psychological reason. 
And I think uncovering the way, it's, that's why it's like a cryptic crossword, because you have the surface meaning of the clue, and then you have what the clue is really telling you, which you have to uncover in that kind of marketing crossword game. Everybody thinks that what the, the client is thinking is, I hope this is a really good campaign, which will sell a lot of my product. Now, the truth is, they would say that's what they're thinking too. They're not. They're thinking, how am I going to show this to my boss? And will it make me look stupid? And so understanding that there's always a kind of undercurrent going on. And by the way, I mean, you know, I think advertising and marketing gets this wrong because we spend all our time adding positives to things when we should probably get a better return, sometimes removing negatives. What is it that makes people feel uneasy about doing something different? We're in denial about the fact, even marketers are in denial about the fact that value is actually psychologically determined and that you can make something valuable. You can make something more enjoyable, more appreciated. Uh, you can charge a greater price for it, not by changing the thing itself objectively, but by changing the way it's described, the, what, the name it has, the competitive frame you place it in, the context you describe it in, and that value is actually a product of human perception, and human perception isn't objective. It's a complete mistake, and I think even marketers do this. We've, we've brought this kind of neoliberal economic idea that value is created in the factory. And the only thing you can do to create value is to make a product better or to reduce the price. That's the only way you can make it better for a consumer. You can actually create value out of nowhere by giving the thing a new name. You can describe it in a new way. You can price it differently. You can charge for it differently. Even though the economics and the objective reality remain completely unchanged, the addition of psychological components to the communication. That changes what we perceive. What we perceive then, when we perceive something differently, the meaning changes. When the meaning changes, our emotional response changes. And when our emotional response changes, our behavior changes. And if you want to learn more about that episode, search Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse wherever you get your podcast or Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse on YouTube to see the live video version of the podcast. So know your four currencies. Your time, your money, your knowledge, your skill. What combination of levels do you have? What combination of levels do you need? And what combination of levels do you want? Work backwards, reverse engineer it, set it up, go get it. And once you know your levels and you know what you need to do, boy, the strategies and the intentiveness of actions will be out of this world. I don't care how advanced technology gets. A human is still a human. A human still needs sleep. A human still needs to eat. And a human needs purpose and fun with a big, big, big dash of love. We all want to feel love. We all want to feel like we have a purpose. We want to activate that purpose and we want to make big things happen. It's innate in our nature. Use that. Understand that and apply that. We are not robots. Let's go get it. Get your currency levels up. Seek help to fill in your cups where you lack. But note that if you have a lack in one, you can use the others to go get the one that you don't have. It's not the end of the world because you were born into this world or you came out of college or you've been in your career going on 5, 10 years, 15 years now. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I don't have enough money. Well, either you need to get more time to help you build the system to get you more money, or you need to stop doing the things that aren't contributing to more money so you can go get yours. We have to be real with ourselves, be real with our situation, and be able to take risk, make necessary changes to get what we need and get what we want by using what we have to get it. And what we have is a combination of a certain level of time, a certain level of knowledge, and a certain level of skill that we typically trade for more money.
But as we get more money, we evolve our knowledge, we sharpen our skills, and which saves us time to reinvest that time elsewhere. I see a pattern here. I'm hopeful for the future. I'm excited for the present, and I'm learning from my past. And so should you. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.